Hello. Welcome to my show. My name's Belle, and this is the Philosopher Sales Podcast. Today I'd like to talk about a very popular topic that a lot of business owners and online marketers are aware of, and that's a SEO, Search Engine Optimization. It's a very popular tool, it's been trending for a while now, and people used to approach it a different way than they do today. It's one of those things that's constantly changing with the software updates and with the adjustments to the industry with how data is collected and how the collective different entities and programs you know interacting on the web how they process the data of all the people who are streaming through you know it's like it's like counting counting the fish that go through the stream or like um, yeah taking taking stock of who's there and where they're going and what they're doing and what other places they're going to like if they're going through a coral reef what kind of different places are they stopping and this is the kind of data that really makes a big difference to online marketing and online sales in general and that's because when you know what you're looking for and where where what you're looking for is it's a lot easier to find it to get there to get that result that you're looking for by following the flow and the rules that are set by SEO for instance it's something that's constantly changing So it sort of turns into a practice, or maybe an art. But if you pay attention to the trends that are happening in the areas of your interest, for instance, if you're knowing what kind of popular searches are happening, or if maybe a sudden interest in a specific facet of your your market just uh, takes off, some, something sparks and all of a sudden people are talking about it and they want to know more about it, they're looking for this key term answer, then having that sort of general understanding and keeping in the know-how of what's happening in these um, internet channels, internet uh, stream wave channels of uh, you know schools of people, schools of searches, schools of thought that are interacting and weaving and changing and growing a little bit like rivers like rivers of rivers of consciousness yeah that's the and that's the perspective that I want to bring into this and what I see what I'm always looking for are for the the bigger echoes what repeating patterns and how to connect those scales you know, the on a like a universal cosmic flow 
down to this, um, you know, this business idea, this, and especially with the internet, the worldwide connection of uh, thought and information. It just uh, it makes sense. It makes sense to me. It helps me to understand these things better. So one thing that I think is really interesting is, you might be able to relate to, is that um, the use, the irritation about the use of trackers. If you're like me, then you've probably used uh, pop-up blockers and, and cookie blocking protective services and that you want to turn off trackers when you're searching around on the web because it slows down your browsing, for one. But uh, my mind state really changed about how I felt about those things, about gathering market research and people wanting to follow your activity online, which is kind of creepy in itself, or like it really leads way to kind of just like, to not feel comfortable, to feel like your privacy is invaded. And I think that's a very natural response, you know? because the use of your of the internet is a very personal thing and your identity on the internet is a very it feels very personal so you don't want somebody else in your business but one thing that really started to shift my mind about how I felt about these services just the essence of the idea that there is this like data collecting process and machine that exists you know in the web <laughs> within the web coexists with all the other things that we love or don't love about the internet but this this is uh, something that might have in the past I think it was, was really guarded you know it's only till recently that these companies start to release this really valuable data because before they want to hand it over to the public, they, they want to use it for themselves. You know, the giant companies wonder how, how the heck do they make all this dang money? And it's because they know, they know the answers to what people are looking for, to what people are triggered by, to what, what people want to see. If you know what millions of people want to see, you can put that right in front of them. And you, you, you could be almost guaranteed that millions of people are going to come go to see it. You know, for instance, like a movie, like knowing through data what is the most popular, what, what gets the most searches, what has the mo- most hits. And then you're going to want to continue to serve that market because you know it exists. You know those people are there and they'll keep coming. That there's a steady flow of maybe thousands or millions of individuals who are saying I want this I need this you know I love this I want to see I want to see more of this you know and that so that for instance is why on shopping online there's so much tracking going on and it's because they uh, marketers and advertisers they really want to bring you the right services like as wholesome as that sounds <laughs> like I, I, I was thinking about it and I mean, would you rather have an advertiser try to sell you something that you don't care about at all? That's like net, just nothing you'd ever really want to buy. 
or would you rather have an advertiser sell you something that you already wanted that you've been looking into and thinking about I bet you know you'd probably say that yeah but obviously for sure like you would want you you want more of the things that you want you don't want them to show you things that like you know you don't care about or they're annoying and if you're gonna get uh pop-ups are like gonna have these advertisements floating around while you're surfing the internet like at least have it be it's nice that if it can be things that you care about you know it actually is helpful be like oh hey I I actually needed one of those (laughs) and it just so happens to be here showing up for me and um that's the result of analytics analytics of SEO and uh, targeting like market marketing (laughs) Uh, not quite not quite sure all the terminology but I get the the concept the concept is what's clear to me and that's what I want to share mostly what I want to share right now so these these uh SC, this SEO information it's a little bit if you use it correctly and you, you invest a little bit of time to understanding how the mechanism works and how to read the software or like how to use the software. It's a it's a bit like having grandmaster keys, like these precious these precious um, maps or uh, something to to marketing to your marketing needs. Like, uh, if you could have, like, a magical crystal charged up and ready to go to just put right into your business and your sales mechanism, SEO is kind of like that. If you choose the right keywords and you use it to target to the right audience, and you can also use SEO to actually fine-tune your services and figure out what people in your market are looking for and try to find maybe um, your niche you know, uh, you typically don't don't want to go after like the big terminology or the real broad general because a lot of uh, bigger companies and bigger they've um, are targeting that market and so they're already um, kind of kingpinned the um, the general terms, you know. And so it's not you don't want to compete on that level, you know, because it, they might have like what thirty million searches or something outrageously large. A month and that's really awesome but you're gonna get drowned out with all of all of the people who are competing with you or who are targeting those keyword phrases who are using them and also have a ton of resources to throw into it you know so they've got advertising they've got they're posting things all the time that like coming out with new products you know it just makes it more difficult but then if you can find your niche within that genre you can find what your specific thing, your angle, and then, uh, you know, keep looking. You can use these these keyword finders and keyword planners to just get, like, a lot of related keywords. So if you want to do something, you have an idea, you search for it, uh, you want to, tar- like, work with this, like, one specific problem that, you know, the specific type of person has. And then you'll get, like, a just right there in front of you, what, what are people who have that problem looking for do they have do they struggle with this or are they struggling more with this other thing like what's plaguing them what are they feeling compelled to research to look into like they you know going onto the internet and trying to find solutions essentially 
and without these this seo knowledge it is a bit more of a a, a guessing act you know you you want to you got to try to get lucky you know it's hard to predict what the market wants if you don't actually ask them and it's hard to kind of ask every you know every single person in in the market or like your entire audience directly and that's where you know collecting surveys is really good but um essentially the trackers are c- collecting this data for you it's like um yeah it's kind of like every time yeah getting that same information that you would from asking and then putting it into the software where you can find uh, just search through like a huge database and so without this software and this information it's a little bit more like um like hunting in the dark you know or like it's hard to think of like trying to find something in the dark or like work on a project in the dark like you just yeah you just don't it's harder harder to know what to look for I wanted to tell my story a little bit about my first experience with SEO and how how I came to, came to realize about a lot of the stuff. And that was with my uh, my jewelry business. I I worked locally, which has worked out pretty good. But I also wanted to start an Etsy shop. And one thing about Etsy especially in recent years is that it's it's really getting huge like there uh, and I would read a lot of places that it used to be that you could throw stuff up stuff up on Etsy and you know you'd get some good traffic like there wasn't a ton of competition but now it's honestly it's a huge it's a gigantic e-commerce website and it's harder to get noticed and so what a lot of Etsy people are, are unfortunately finding is that they start a shop with big aspirations and then they don't get any sales. They have this big launch, they launch their shop, but it's crickets. You know, there's not there's not a lot of people coming to their site or even looking at their listings. And that can be super disheartening. And um and that's what happened to me. You know, if you don't have a big audience to tell right away, hey, I just launched this new e-commerce or this new shop, then people don't, there's there's nowhere the people are coming from, you know, there's, when they search and they're browsing through Etsy, they're not being led right to your, to your doorstep, they're not being led to your posts, they're being led to hundreds or thousands of other listings and items that are being targeted <laughs> who are utilizing the, the keyword and also are, are um, doing things that encourage the software and the algorithms to put your listing up front like there's a lot of different things you can do like posting more frequently like adding more content more frequently and things like that a lot of different things and yeah if you're if you're not doing those things then 
on Etsy, you're going to be beat out by the people who are doing those things, the people who are using these strategies and um, figuring out how to target keywords, you know, so everybody who's looking for an anniversary present, that they, that, that's what pops up for them. Or, for instance, for jewelry, I, I started out in the crystal jewelry market, and it really was so huge and saturated that it was difficult to, yeah, it was very difficult to compete. And when I started, I didn't even really use keywords or tags or anything. I didn't have any real understanding of that stuff. But it opened my eyes to it because I, I was having that problem where there wasn't I wasn't getting any customers, and I was wondering, you know, why was it? Why am I not getting any customers? And then I start doing some research and stumble onto this huge, big concept, you know, about why tags exist and how to do keyword targeting. And and so I I, I did. I, I fixed up my shop and I started using tags and keyword targeting and. You know, it, it did make a difference. I definitely noticed a difference, but I, I didn't continue to invest in refining and finding more keywords. And I think I, I sort of got disheartened with with the whole jewelry market too, because just because it was so oversaturated, it was really difficult to get seen. And there is a lot of volume. There's a lot of people searching and looking for jewelry and crystal jewelry, but um, it was just difficult to get that traffic for my shop. And it's funny, funny enough, I actually ended up falling in love with the SEO process. <laughs> there was this really cool software that was designed specifically for Etsy SEO, for keyword searching. And it's interesting because I don't even under, understand, fully understand it, how it happens or how they do this. But, you know, they make this, people uh, make software that works with to understand like the algorithms and to like you know it has to get like um this information the data that maybe sometimes is guarded you know like etsy i think has to actually release that data to the software people developers so they can make the software that helps them kind of organize all this information and make it usable and so it really became this fun process of finding out what people were looking for on Etsy <laughs> and I got some real good ideas. It became clear to me very fast that I, I didn't want to be in the jewelry market. I wanted to be in a, a very specific niche that had this, I, and I found it was a gold, I felt like I, I struck gold because it had a huge search volume but it had almost no people who are catering to that audience. You know, there's this big um, demand on Etsy for a specific product and a specific type of item, but there wasn't a lot of people providing it. And so I knew that if I started targeting that and if I decided to start another shop and um, change, you know, what I was creating, that I, I really f feel that I, I could have had a lot more success that way. And, uh, you know, it's still on the back of my mind. It's, it's kind of a dream. <laughs> one, of my, one of my ideas I haven't gotten to yet because um, it'll take a lot of time and effort to investing into creating, you know, because Etsy is like a very, you know, crafty. <laughs> I want to I make a beautiful craft. You know, I, I want to make sure it's good if I'm going to get into it. But 
you know that's that's my secret for now that's my my secret business <laughs> not gonna I'm not gonna talk about it yet and so to wrap up this podcast I wanted to use this metaphor that I stumbled onto that I feel just as like it sums it up perfectly and that's that SEO is your dowsing rod search engine optimization is is your dowsing rod for success it's going to help you it's going to be this incredible tool to guide you to the reservoirs of human desire and collective consciousness you're going to get a peek into the thoughts and the needs and the mind states of your audience if you can use it correctly and continuously that's an important part you know keep keep trying it's confusing at first it can be kind of difficult there's definitely a learning curve but it's really it's not too bad it's not too difficult and once you start to get it it's pretty cool it's pretty fun too (laughs) I love it because it, it makes me feel like I'm connected I'm getting connected to this to this crowd of people that that needs what I want to create you know it's like you might not have even realized that that's something you really wanted to create it or or maybe you've had this idea in the back of your head and it's kind of gotten pushed aside to other ideas and then as you're going through and doing your keyword planning you could see all of a sudden like wow people would be really interested in that like there's a market for that you know maybe you should give this other service or this other skill that you have a little more attention and see you know try it out see if there's a lot of takers you know, and, that, and that's kind of the fun of SEO. <laughs> that's, that's why I enjoy it. Alright, well, thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks so much. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. <laughs>